Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 194, looking at 2 Kings 9 and 10 and Matthew chapter 13 verses 36 through 58. And as we head into 2 Kings, we have a new king. Jehu is anointed king. And then what comes next is fairly gruesome and really quite a difficult read. Jehu orders the slaughter of false gods, kings who have disobeyed God and all those who served evil desires. He literally kills thousands in the name of the Lord. It's difficult to get our head around. I think we can cope with the idea of some people going to hell, but seeing the punishment of the Lord in real time is quite difficult to accept. You see, this is how serious the Lord takes judgment. You can't get away with sin. He will judge, he will punish, and he has every right to do so. These evil kings and rulers met their justice, and they were slaughtered because they were evil. However, part of the reason the judgment is so severe is that they had led others to false gods and the rejection of the Lord. This deserves increased punishment, for not only have they sinned against God, but they have led others to disobey him. You see, it's a very serious task to be a leader in God's house. Yes, you're worthy of double honour, if faithful, but you're worthy of double punishment, if found unfaithful. And so it may feel severe to read, but this is justice before the Lord. We now head into Matthew's Gospel and we have the parable of weeds, reminding us that there will be an end to life as we know it on earth. Before the age of peace, where the Lord will create everything new, where there will be a new heaven and a new earth, there will be a final judgment. And in that judgment, there are two camps. First we have the camp of the sinners. They are cursed by their sin. They follow after evil thoughts and serve Satan. They have rejected Jesus and his authority and refused salvation in his name they will be picked up and thrown into hell. Notice the language here. They're not going to be placed or be sent, but they will be thrown into the fiery furnace. The Lord cannot bear to look upon sin and its evil. For those who are faithful though, who accept salvation through Jesus and who declare him as Lord, they won't be thrown into hell. They will be lifted into the kingdom of God and will shine bright as they spend eternity in heaven. And notice those two words, thrown away, cast away, and lifted up, drawn near. That is the two camps on Judgment Day. Now I often say this, there is only ever two sides. You cannot sit on the fence or be in the middle ground. You either end up in hell or end up in heaven. The result is entirely dependent on whether you accept salvation in Christ or you reject it. You can't say to Jesus that you're still mulling it over or you're not quite there. On Judgment Day, there are only two results two sides and two possibilities. I want to now jump toward the end of the passage and ask the question, why was Jesus rejected by the people who knew him best? You would think that his family and those who knew Jesus from a child would be the first to accept him. Instead, they openly mock his claims, noting his humanity, but not his deity. In response, Jesus walks away and does no mighty works, for their unbelief had hardened their hearts. The question is, why? I think it's like going to work for your parents' company, or teaching in your old primary school, or living in the house you grew up or in the area you grew up in. People struggle to shift the mentality of who you are. For them, you're still a child, but in fact you're now an adult. Jesus was viewed in this setting only by his upbringing, rather than who he actually was. Surely this little boy isn't the Messiah. There is a sense of disbelief because they saw him as a toddler or the local craftsman. Now the question is, what can we glean from this? Well, don't always expect your families and your friends to accept Jesus. They might respond mocking, 
not even caring or even ignoring your pleas. But don't lose heart. The Spirit continues to work and we pray that the work will be effective and souls will be saved. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed see the seriousness of judgment before you, the seriousness of sin and the fact that you cannot bear with it. And so, Father, we come before you humbly, seeking your forgiveness for our sin, seeking that you would help us be faithful before you. And Father, we pray that we would be on the side of heaven, that we would be on the side of Jesus, that we would be found as faithful so that on the day of judgment we can be with you for eternity. And Father, help us as we witness to our friends and our family, help their hearts to be softened and for their hearts to accept salvation in Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.